0: Is it time for my solo? Yes. I'm Matt Manis, and Peter Martin is out on the jazz cruise this week. So I am rolling solo here at the You'll Hear It podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com for all your jazz lesson needs. Today, we're talking about a pianist that has become very near and dear to my heart. Uh, I am criminally late to the game with the great Errol Garner, but I find him endlessly fascinating. And Errol Garner has made his way into a regular rotation of music that I listen to with pure joy. And I think it's because of just the sheer force of swing that Errol Garner plays with. He's got an incredibly sophisticated touch on the piano. He sits super high. You'll see here, we're about to watch a video uh, in 1964. He sits incredibly high at the piano and to where his elbows are above the keyboard. Uh, It looks kind of funky, but it works for him, especially with his style. And his style is what I really am the most interested in. I think having grown up in the era of music that I've grown up in, bebop is like this critical, crucial tool for all of us to learn how to play music. Uh, And Earl Garner doesn't have a ton of bebop in his playing. He was about the same age as Charlie Parker, but has an incredibly different approach to a lot of his quote unquote jazz contemporaries. And some people at the time didn't even consider him, you know, a jazz pianist. He's much more of a a swing pianist and an entertainer. Uh, it seems than a lot of his contemporaries, but his music is still incredibly deep to me, anyway. And I think it just goes to the to the show you the power of swing, having like a sophisticated swing vocabulary with loads of uh, a, a rhythmic vocabulary, loads of melodic vocabulary. His harmonic depth on the keyboard is kind of off the charts. He's a a one man big band, sometimes a one man orchestra. And it's a real joy, it's a real joy. Everything swings like crazy. You can hear a lot of uh, of Ahmad Jamal-ish kinds of things here with Errol Garner's playing. And like I said, it's just kind of a a different paradigm than sort of the bebop first approach. Let's check out this live recording from 1964. This is Janine, I Dream of Lilac. And watch what happens at the beginning of this. Uh, The rhythm section, Eddie Calhoun on bass and Kelly Martin on drums. They don't know what's about to happen, and Errol's kind of teasing of it first, seeing if they can get it. This is all on, like, you know, being recorded. <laughs> How high up he's sitting there. Look, I mean, the elbows are like six inches, maybe, above the keys. At least six inches above the keys. It's very, very exaggerated. (laughs) The rhythm section has no idea what's going on. But with his style of right hand, which is very chordal, like I said, like a big band, like an orchestra, I think being that high up provides... It must provide some kind of advantage because he's so fluid with it as we'll hear. All of these trio recordings, by the way, filled with these great arrangements. Look at that left hand. Low baritone voicings filling up every beat but very, very quietly. The melody is in the soprano range. It is not an alto melody that is high. It's just like a style of left-hand comping you just don't see that often for modern players, but it sounds great.
1: I'm you
0: know, playing the guitarist role in a big band. And his language in the right hand, very swing oriented. Uh. octaves come in. This is a signature of Arrow Garner, these big chords, these big right-hand octaves. Everything swings so hard. Ah, So joyful. Ah. You can hear that Ahmad Jamal-esque use of the range. Why not? Let's go up. Why not? Let's do it. So relaxed. Note that. A lot of us, when we're playing octaves, we tend to like go all out. Oscar Peterson, we're going big, big, big. He does it so much that it's so relaxed. Woo! Look at that! Swinging, Jesus! Ah, so swinging. let Why not? Let's go again. Come on. Oh, let's go back. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie Calhoun on bass and Kelly Martin on drums. Friend of the show, Kelly Martin. How great is this? Caleb's going to put a link to this video. It's on YouTube. You can watch the full 35 minutes. There's also a a bunch of hour-long concerts as well. Let's listen to one more track here after this. But he's dressed so hip in 1964. This is on the street where you live, melodied with, or uh, medleyed with, I should say. I could have danced all night. It's all about these moments. It's a... That's why I'm saying. It's like a very similar vibe to the Jamal Trio. so good at creating these little moments with the arrangements the solos don't feel like and now it's my turn to blow it feels like part of the song I'm telling you the older i get it's the more attractive style of playing becomes Whew. Life. Ah. Yeah. Again, the swing, undeniable. to notice too is the variety of those right hand octaves so he'll do straight octaves he'll do chords he'll be rolling it in one direction he'll be rolling it you know bottom up or top down he'll be tremoloing it a lot he has so many textures to that right hand thing that he does and he's like he's like a he's like a he's like a swordsman with that right hand octave, you know what I mean? He's like a a fencing champion. He's so light and quick with it. It's like attacks so easily and effortlessly. It's amazing. hand is mind-blowing right again all in that sort of low tenor high baritone range lower than you might think filling up the space but ever so quietly and then dropping those bombs on the front foot here coming back to the melody there's melody he's never like you could listen to a whole Errol Garner record he's never ten seconds away from playing some version of melody Seems like he'd be a fun hang too, doesn't he? Seems like he'd be a good time to hang out with. That's Errol Garner. uh If you don't know any Errol Garner, check out Concert by the Sea. That's like the big famous record. It's a live recording. It's trio. It's amazing. Uh, but it's all worth checking out. It's all very very good. And you know, again, like there's no bebop in there to speak of, even though he's a year younger, or uh, roughly a year younger than Charlie Parker. <laughs> you know, like. There's nothing, this, this he's not in that vein. And yet, it still feels very compelling and familiar and, and artful and accessible and super fun and super, super swinging. So definitely worth your time if you haven't spent much time with it, uh, no matter what kind of musician you are. I think there's loads of lessons in there. All right, that's my episode, my solo episode. Again, go to OpenStudioJazz.com if you want to go on a deeper dive. We actually do listening sessions. We did Errol Garner a couple months ago. We did an Er Er Errol Garner LP. We listened to the whole thing. Uh, Join our community and you can get in on those and all of our courses, classes, whatever it is. Uh, Until next time, you'll hear it.